effective pastoring with Reverend Today Amosu. Once again, welcome to our broadcast that we take time to discuss the Word of God and then find out how to live a better life as a Christian. And today I want us to discuss uh, something contemporary. You know, in the recent time, people have been wondering about Jesus coming and when will he come back again? And there's a lot of stuff going on today that is bugging a lot of people. What do you do with that? How do you handle that? How do you solve that? My, my, my major question is not about predicting when Christ will actually come. You know, my, my, my bigger issue is uh, how do you live between his first coming and second coming? Now, we know that in 24th of Matthew, 24th chapter of Matthew, Christ was asked about what will be the end of time, what will happen, and how will the world go to end. And Jesus told them there are going to be wars and rumors of wars, there will be earthquakes and you know, all kinds of pestilences in various places. There will be persecution and tribulation and all over, you know, the world against the Christian faith and against the cause of Christ. But, you know, we can just stay with that one and keep looking out when Christ will come. But he says something that's very interesting. He said, one of the greatest signs of this is that this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. So we have Jesus, his first coming when he came to die as our savior. But now he's going to come again. Nobody knows when. And so the bigger question is not just when will he come and what about all the troubles going on in the world, but the bigger issue is between his first coming and second coming, how do we live? So we just be looking at the sky, waiting for his coming like they did when Christ left here in time when he came that time in the book of Acts chapter 1. The Bible said that in chapter 1 of Acts that Jesus was going up and they kept looking up and the Bible said that they were wondering then two men appeared to them, angels, and said you men of Galilee, why are you looking up? You come back the same way, but you go. So they left and went out. We just can't become stargazers and be looking and predicting when Christ will come. Our real issue is what we do with our lives so that when he comes, he will meet us powerful, strong, and ready for him. You know, I mean, just like a, a woman looking for her husband, looking for a husband. I mean, you can sit down there and be looking every day at the door, waiting for the man to come. You may not get the man. When, even if he comes, he will meet you at the right place, at the right time, and the right condition. So if you can prepare yourself, get ready, then you can actually become uh, ready for the man. So the question today is not just when will Jesus come, but the question is how will you be ready? What will you be doing with your life? And how can you meet him in that beautiful mood when he comes? And how do we see that it's glorified in our lives today? So the question today is, how do I live between the first coming of Christ and the second coming of Christ? What do I do with my life? Yes, I'm born again. Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I go to church. What do I do with my life? Do I have any kind of job description of what to do with my life, how to live my life today? That's the question. And that should really bug us. Because the coming of Christ is just an event and life will continue after. And because life will continue after, we must know what to do now. But thank God we are not left to ourselves in this matter. We are not just to scramble ourselves and find out how to do this. Jesus gave us explicit, clear things to do between his first coming and second coming. And 
we, we've not been told this quite well. So our lives are quite easy, inconclusive, and, and, and we don't know what to do with our lives in between, in interim, waiting between the first coming and second coming of Christ. Christ is going to come again. We are sure of that. He said, he will come. The angel said, he will come. The father said, he will come. Himself said, he will come. And you can see today, wars and rumors of wars, kings, kingdom against kingdom, nation against nations, earthquake, you know, famines, pestilences everywhere, persecution against the Christian faith and against the cause of Christ. We can see that all over the world. But that's not our job description. That the world is doing their own deeds. The signs of the end of time, they are getting their own things done. But we ourselves should do something more than that. We should become a servant here right now. Let me read some things to you from 24th chapter of Matthew about when Christ began to run this thing up about his coming. He said this, he said, watch therefore, verse 42, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief will come, he will have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So, how do I get ready? How do I get fulfilled? Let me, let me branch off a little bit. The next verse says, What then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his master made ruler over his household, to give them their food in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. You know, this is important for the ministers and the preachers here. It's our, it's our job to feed the Christian people with the food of the word of God to be able to get them ready for the coming of Christ. And when it comes, they be able to have the time to meet him with all glory and honor and a sense of responsibility. So let's look at what did Christ give us to do while he was living at that first time. Expecting that the second coming will come. So in between that first coming, second coming, how do I live as a Christian? What do I do as a Christian? And what is my job description? Jesus gave us in this wonderful passage that hardly do I have been talking about this passage in that comprehensive wholeness. And that's, he talked about his coming and the end of time in 24th chapter of Matthew. But in the next chapter, 20, chapter 25, he gave us explicit instruction of how to live our lives between his first coming and second coming. And in that chapter, he gave us three major parables to describe our job description and how to live for him while it's yet to come. And that's what I want us to see today. And I want us to talk about this so that you will not just wake up in the morning and be wondering what you should spend your life for as per God's kingdom. This chapter 25 of Matthew gave us explicit direction of what to do how to live our lives today and then serve God in this interim between the first coming and second coming so that when it comes we'll not be ashamed at his coming so let me break it down before we go that this parable there are three parables in 25th chapter of Matthew that gave us what it is to do as our job today the first parable is parable of the virgins the ten virgins five wise, five foolish. The second parable is the parable of the talent. And the third parable is the parable of the sheep and the goat. I believe that these three parables clarify 
and quantify and describe what will be the job of every Christian when we are going through and living our life for God. This is very, very important. So these three parables will describe for you your job as a Christian in the interim. Before Jesus comes, how will you live your life? How do you get ready? So he tells us, number one, the parable of the virgins. Number two, the parable of the talent. And number three, the parable of the sheep and the goat. If we do this parable and understand this parable and use them in our lives, we will not have any cause to be ashamed when Jesus comes. Our three jobs as Christians, as believers in Jesus, they are clarified and quantified and described in these three parables. So we're going to talk about that extensively. Those of these parables, we know them already, but we don't know some part, which I'm going to really be emphasizing as we go into this teaching. Thanks for listening. God bless you.